Welcome to Bundle Buddies. This is a podcast where we play indie games from itch.io and elsewhere. My name is Alex Honnett. And my name is Eric Taylor Roth. We were inspired to play through the itch.io bundle for racial justice and equality when it was launched in June 2020. It raised over $8 million and proceeds were donated to the NAACP Legal Defense and Educational Fund as well as the Community Bail Fund. We now play through that bundle, other bundles, and other games that celebrate the spirit of indie gaming and social justice. This is game. Uh, this is episode 53. We have played 139 of the 1,365 games in the uh, BRJ and E and nine other games for a total of 148 games to the podcast. Thank you for joining us today. Hello, my friend. Uh, wow. Thank you for, for clarifying for me. Thank you for that very specific uh, um, number. It's becoming like a nice little math puzzle. I, th- I We're, we're going to combine it all together at some point, right? And just give a, a game count. I think that's probably the best idea to do. I, I think I'm going to this time, but I... I I remember us talking about how funny it would be if like we have it broken up by every bundle and every time it just gets more, more complicated sort of a thing. I mean, that is funny. I don't know. How you doing? How you doing, Alex? I'm doing good, buddy. I'm doing really good. Um, how are you? What's happening? I'm, What's going on? I'm good. I'm all right. I'm, I'm still trying to advance battle systems has, uh, has really let me down. They, they, sold me what was supposed to be a pre-built pc and uh, it's now a month later and i do not have the graphics card that i purchased so that's a a big disappointment i'm playing some games on the just the cpu without the graphics card and it's fun and plays um real well and i'm looking forward to you know actually getting everything kind of up and going but i was hoping to uh you know i had a nice little chunk of time off from work and i was you know you were gonna game, damn it! I was looking forward to gaming, but uh, I just I started. I just downloaded. We were just talking about this, but I just downloaded a game called Chivalry Two, where it's just a battle royale melee first person um, medieval game where you're running around with like swords and battle axes and just slicing at people and. Uh, you know, I'm I'm really I'm really unlocking the full uh, experience of uh, of PC gaming. <laughs> you finally convinced me to download the Epic Gaming Store, so I'm doing that right now as well. I mean, um, you know, if you want to play Rocket League, you gotta. <laughs> that's so funny. Um, I'm playing a ton of. I got the XCOM Enemy Unknown games on my computer. Finally, Ooh. a game that I played Ooh. the shit out of on my damn uh ps3 and ps4 and i'm now succumbing giving in to the dark side and, and pulling up i've sunk probably about i played all dance on sunday um <laughs> i played for literally i sat down at 10 at 10 a.m and i i played until maybe 7 p.m oh. um so yeah yeah. It's really a disgusting, despicable uh, habit that I have, but it's great. I love it. I mean, the XCOM fucking rules. It's so good. They're good. The games are so, so good. <laughs> um, uh, should we should we get into this week's episode? Should we just dive right in? Yeah, I mean, this is an episode with no guests. It's just us and producer Matt chopping it up. The cause this week is K-Town for All, a volunteer-led grassroots organization serving Koreatown's homeless community uh, members through direct aid and political advocacy. Their goal is to make Koreatown a more inclusive and vibrant community by working with and advocating for our homeless neighbors. Homelessness in Koreatown and Los Angeles, more broadly, is a crisis. 
They seek to ameliorate the suffering it causes in their own neighborhood and advocate for policies that respect the rights, dignity, and needs of the unhoused. Uh, they're at ktownforall.org or at ktownforall on Twitter. Uh, a fantastic organization. We've donated, and if you donate and send proof to bundlebuddiespodcast.gmail.com, we'll give you a damn shout-out on the frickin' show. This is this is kind of, this completes the trifectum, right? This completes the... Uh... The three, the introduction to Matthew Haddock. Yep, this is this is of... our Rise of the Skywalkers. <laughs> Rise of the Skywalker. Kinda, the completion will, of the trilogy. Will, uh, it's sort of you know we're returning to the the second season of the show. We're getting back into the swing of things, and I got to be honest, Alex, I I kind of like playing these fucking video games. Yeah, this is nice. I like the new format I, we're doing. I missed it. I missed. I miss like having this little thing that I needed to do. It's good. I'm having a good time too, buddy. And I'm glad we're doing it. And I'm glad <laughs> you're listening. Thanks for being here. Uh, otherwise we'd just be screaming into the void, which we'd probably still do anyways. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and away we go with some void screams. Gaming PCs. What the fuck's up with this fucking nonsense? Oh my god! What the fuck? I, when I, you said that thing about service package, I was like, "What is he talking about?" I don't know, but but okay. So, dear listeners, dear listeners, here here I am, a, an adult man who who his entire life has enjoyed uh, video games. You know, as just as a as a little bit of a hobby, a thing that I do. I get a console. You know, I've had, I've kind of, I just always had a console except for when I was in college and thought I was cool. Um, and, uh, and I've enjoyed video games. I, I enjoy, you know, they're a nice little hobby. They're a nice little way to pass the time. They're a nice little way to keep your mind off of things. Anyway, I let a bunch of, of my so-called friends talk me into getting a gaming PC so that I can play independently created video games and and I bought a uh, something from Advanced Battle Systems a what I what I heard was a pre-made fucking thing right and it shows up and boy oh boy has this been an absolute absolute nightmare of a ride for me I don't understand this I don't I don't enjoy this in any way I don't like you when you buy I, it, I know it's tough. What? When you switch from baby food to solid food, it's hard at first. Oh you wow, know? it's like really tough. Oh wow, uh huh. Is that what it is? It's like really tough. Uh, I don't know. You tell me. I mean, you know. <laughs> I don't. So I hear a lot. Of, I hear a big crybaby over there, so it certainly tracks. Oh, uh, I look. I'm just here. I am. I'm just a person who wants to. All I want to do is play fucking video games. Not like tinker around inside of a machine. Like I'm some sort of a. Like I'm a, me a mechanic or some shit like that. Like, what the fuck does it mean? The graphics card is just just doesn't like you guys just have to deal sometimes with the fact that like your computers just don't work and you're like comfortable with that. I I will say that I don't have not really run into that problem. Yeah, I've never had that recent. problem either. <laughs> <laughs> 
I did I just buy like a big old stinker? <laughs> I mean, you got eleven, dude. You could have gotten Might've eleven. Got eleven. Oh my. So what happened? So so first you you we were you were waiting on the the monitor and the keyboard. Yeah. And then I all right. Both. And then I fucking get the monitor. I start setting everything up, following directions, and looking at this fucking big ass fucking Lego project with the electricity of a like fucking thing. And then I put it all together. And I and, and at first it's just not working because there's I don't know there's a motherboard and then a graphics card and then I figure out oh you plug it into the graphics card I don't fucking know what do I know about computers nothing I <laughs> nothing I and then and then and then just like you know twenty minutes into playing one of these games it just decides that the graphics card just is not I don't know functioning anymore working anymore I don't doesn't that seems like a big bad problem that you need to you need to. Uh sort out with the manufacturer or something (laughs) it should work like if you buy a an all-in-one gaming pc it should work out of the box you should not have to do much of anything yeah mine certainly did i feel for you eric i hope it all comes together sorry this is this is nonsense this is this is i i'm like no wonder fucking Apple is such a huge company. Like you just buy a thing and then it's there and you can just use every piece of it immediately. Yeah. Except the, the Apple computer I had, I got, I I literally chose like the worst year to buy a MacBook pro. I bought it in like 2019. It's the last year they made the fucking bar up top. Oh, right. It's only thunder. It's only the fucking, uh, USB, C ports. Oh yeah. Everything about it. The, they made the keyboard worse <laughs> for just one generation. And then there, at one point I, you know, I used that PC for, or I used that computer for everything. And then it crashed on me completely in the middle of updating. It was like a little too full. And then it got stuck in this death loop. And because it was during the pandemic, I brought it to the Mac. There were no Mac stores open. So I brought it to a Mac supplier and I was on the phone with Mac support and they couldn't do anything. So I just had to wipe it. I had to wipe my whole computer. And um, that's unacceptable. You know what I mean? Like I lost literally everything. Now, uh, granted, I didn't have a ton on the computer that it wasn't like that big of a deal. And in the end of the day, who really cares? You know, like it's just random crap. You know, a lot of everything that was important. Yeah. Everything that was important was back. It's up. just all your baby pictures. Yeah. Uh, well, the thing about Mac is if I was plugged into their fucking weirdo time cloud thing, then it would have been no problem. But because I'm not like full bore like a Mac guy, it was they were like, oh, you don't you don't have this. I just hate this. I don't, you don't have this thing. I'm so I'm just very I think I'm overwhelmed is what it is. I'm just overwhelmed. I, I have this stupid hobby where I just want to play my fucking this is this is your first this is like honestly the worst fear about this purchase realized Uh, it's like i like games a lot i like to play more games but i can't because there is this sort of like incredibly uh, intimidating wall in front of me of like pc ownership and then everyone's saying it's not that bad it's not that bad it's not that bad and you're like i don't know it seems pretty bad and you finally psych yourself up enough to do it and then you buy the pc and the first thing that happens before you can enjoy any of the games any of the reasons you actually wanted to climb this mountain is it fucking crashes on you proving all of your anxieties and doubts and uh 
naysaying correct and you just feel like the biggest chump in the world don't you i I feel like a dipshit yeah here i am here i am i bought i bought like a two thousand dollar toy and i can't play with my fucking two thousand dollar toy and i oh well i got another toy you can play with for free my man and it's probably about the same amount of good for you oh wow Jesus Christ. Whoa. That kind of show. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, what do you think I'm talking about? Your Xbox. Oh my God. Oh, Come on. Know, but an Xbox oh. costs like $500. Uh, Xbox would cost like a quarter. Oh. oh, I know. I was talking about your penis. Oh my God. You, call, you got me. You got me dead to fucking rights. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh man. This guy has two margaritas and he's. <laughs> I'm a two marg man. Oh, it's. Um, uh, I, I think that I, I think we could fix this pretty easily. I've been thinking about it because I have a new computer as of, you know, I guess I've had it a little over a year. And there are certain things like my headset, my gaming headset, there's just annoying things that need to be fixed. And every now and then you have to Google, like, why is this bad? And then, you know, you find the fix. It takes 10 minutes. But then usually you don't have to worry about it for some time. So it's for, mm-hmm. for it to happen out of the gate is completely annoying and i'm i feel sorry for you but um you'll be happy soon enough i don't just patience is i mean okay i bring it (laughs) i would i welcome happiness in this situation in this scenario i'm excited for a couple episodes down the line when eric's hog is up and uh chowing down on slop and he is also at the trow having a big gulp of the really good uh gaming goop and uh you're gonna you're gonna be like guys i take it all back. but how the fuck do i even like how do i even get to that po- like what how do i how <laughs> so okay i would we call customer support for this company first yeah. things first yeah <laughs> and get on the phone and describe to them exactly what happened and then uh you know they might just send you a new machine can we, can we role play this right time. now can we role play this hi yeah hi definitely. customer customer support Hey, who the fuck is this? Oh my god! Click. See, it's too intimidating. I can't do it. I'm gonna call back that guy. Trust me, he's a a little rough around the edges, but he's got a heart of gold. Okay, just talk to him for a second. Ring, 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 ring. Hello, who is this? (laughs) Whoa! Like this. Hi, my fucking PC doesn't work. Oh, I'm sorry that you're such a dipshit. You couldn't oh, make it no! work. You suck. This is terrible. It's okay. He still sounds. He like, still sounds nice. Nope. This guy hung up. Now you should have gone with the gruff sounding guy. He was your guy. He would have helped you. He really cared. And then you got Mr. Quivers, and it turns out that he was cruel. So it just goes to show you can't judge a book by its cover. Another lesson about your PC we're learning right now. You got this fancy PC with all the fucking lights and all the bells and whistles. Oh, but yeah. at the end of the day, my little Dell. It's just humming along over here, dude. I got a Dell, uh, and I thank I thank Dell every day. God, you still haven't left Iowa, Chicago. Huh? I know I had to get a Dell. You gotta love Dell. What is a Dell? A Dell's like a meadow of some kind. Well, you know, Adele is one of the best selling artists of all time, and ah. she's also my gaming PC. Is she really Adele. one of the best selling artists of all time? Adele? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's like maybe the best selling artist of all time. Is that true? 100%. She's put out like an album, right? And that now like two. I think this is her third album. And I th- Rolling in the Deep was the kind of stratospheric hit. 
that like has you know never been equaled. You know what I mean? We're talking like golden age, and uh, sync level numbers. Did you guys know one of my favorite stupid trivia fa- like things that I know is that because it's either NSYNC or Backstreet Boys because they were still like selling and making cassette tapes when theirs was the biggest like album of the year they continued to have the the like highest number of like sold cassette tapes for about a decade afterwards oh, so it's wow. like something like you know 1999 you know maybe it's backstreet's back or whatever and then like 2000 2000 it's like the best selling cassette tape for 10 years after that and oh, the numbers amazing. are like funny go down to like 20 cassettes sold and shit like that well it's like the last remaining people who only have cassettes cassette uh consoles or like uh, cassette players that's what they're called right are like uh oh man we gotta get something new <laughs> and they haven't already bought it so they're they're the last so it's like oh man i i wonder how much those are worth now Oh yes, out a lot. little, <laughs> very little. <laughs> oh, so here it is. It's actually Adele is she's pretty far down the list. <laughs> I was wrong. I was she's like, definitely one thing, of the best of all time. Yeah, but, but it's like Michael Jackson, right? Or like Beyonce. Two fifty or more. Two fifty or more records. That's the number one. Is that's the, the best. And that's the Beatles. Oh, yeah, it's Avatar. <laughs> that's Avatar soundtrack. <laughs> the bodyguard. No, Beatles, Elvis Presley, Michael Jackson, Elton John, Madonna, Led Zeppelin, and Rihanna. Those are the best selling artists of all time, which is crazy. I, I would never imagine Rihanna to be up there. No, me neither. Madonna, Led Zeppelin, and Rihanna. That's, that's, uh, Pink Floyd, too. Pink Floyd's right there. Oh, God. This is why we need, like, a new guest. Matt, I love you. But, but we're reading the best I mean, I, artists I of all time <laughs> off of the internet. We need to talk well, to somebody been, about their game. No, no. That's where you go. That's so where you're wrong. <laughs> That's where you're wrong because now we're getting to Adele, which is the whole idea. Yes. That's oh my what, God, that is what is Alex a herald. has. <laughs> oh, should Alex we just... Has Adele. Should we just get into it? Should we just get into the games? Or do we have, does anybody have like a thing that they, a topic they want to talk about? We've only been recording for like 13 minutes. Yeah, but I'm like, this, out right? <laughs> this one's for the heads. This is for the heads. I was ready. I thought I was really like, oh, this PC thing, that's going to take us, that's a good half hour worth of content. Right Here's now. what I'll say. I don't think, so in all, now I'm done roasting your ass like a fucking Christmas goose. <laughs> you know, I'll tell you straight up, this, PCs, I, I haven't had a problem with it, but these things sort of happen. And I do think, you know, knowing you as a man whose passion runs hot, um, once this thing's up and running, you're really going to love it. You really are. It's just sometimes like these headaches happen. It sucks that it happened to you for sure. But hopefully My- this is the, the worst thing that happens. And then you get many years of uh, fun gaming out of it. What the fuck does that mean? What's My passion the- runs hot. Get out of here. <laughs> Uh, there we we go there it is there's his hot passion showing itself again the first computer i ever built i like built my my computer in college and like it um ran really well for about two years or a year and a half maybe and then i remember i was playing borderlands you guys remember that oh yeah of course borderlands playing borderlands at like christmas time like i had some time off and i was spending all of it playing borderlands and my computer just stopped working 
And I, so instead of like gaming for my, uh, this is not going to help your. No, this is exactly what I'm talking about. I did. I got, instead of getting to play awesome borderlands for two years, I got to play a game for 20 minutes. (laughs) Right. But then then I learned, but then I, something happened. So I, I had to open it up. I looked inside and I had the, you know, the advantage of having built it and, you know, kind of familiarize myself with all of it. Turns out, uh, one of the Ram slots broke. So I, if I had Ram in that Ram slot, it, it wouldn't work. So I had to, uh, buy a bigger Ram, uh, stick or whatever it's called. This is, this is <laughs> and, like my worst fucking nightmare. Like I just, my, I will say though, my new one though, I feel like they're getting better. All these parts are getting better. It should be easier. You got one right out of the box. It should work. The problem is not PCs. The problem is your individual PC. And it can be fixed. Uh, Oh, my God. Can we talk about Borderlands for a second? That game is one of those games where I had such decision paralysis because the guns yeah. are so like the loot, the loot in it is just insane. It just there's all there's like a billion different guns, and you'd be like, okay, the rate of fire is you know mm-hmm. like two bullets per second, but the damage <laughs> is thirty six, but it only damages armor at two times. <laughs> Yeah, that game uh, was too much for me. I remember uh, at one time, uh, like, I was playing it. I played through, I only played the first Borderlands, and I played through, like, the opening missions, got into, like, sort of the main area where you're driving around and stuff like that, and then into sort of the town where you're, like, it's all ashes or something like that. And then I was like, you know what? And then I just was so precious with the guns and was, like, so concerned about throwing stuff away. I was like, I'm not having any fun, am I? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not even enjoying this even a little bit. Even though it's kind of fun, the writing in that game's fun. It's funny. I really like the graphics, the shade, yeah. the sort of cell shaded style oh, yeah. is really cool. Yeah. But uh, I just I, I wasn't feeling it. Yeah, it started to feel like very repetitive too. Like it was mm-hmm. like okay, well now I'm moving on to the next you know fortress where all of the bad guys are. It, did, it, it like there wasn't enough variety in terms of the 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 quests themselves like compared to like fallout where yeah you felt like i don't know you're there you were diversifying what you were doing you were like uh i don't know going to into a into a like a weird like a sewer uh-huh. <laughs> or you were you know where in borderlands it was like guess what there's an encampment of crazy people oh yeah, they yeah. Gotta crazy. Kill them. <laughs> it's like the, the lore in borderlands is just like a bunch of teenagers on mountain dew like staying up late and like writing a script you know <laughs> this guy's got a zipper over his mouth <laughs> you know it's just like he's got spikes he's sadistic he doesn't care who knows it but it's fun it's fun we're having a good time you know what i mean like that's oh the whole thing kind of feels like a little uh 90s extreme sportsy yeah. it's just sort of yeah it's like it's somebody's like little brother yelling from the other room like what if there's a midget okay cool big and i'm watching big and rob i yeah. like, like yeah. borderlands is definitely the big and rob of video games big and rob. robin big robin, robin big, big and they rob. had that robin that big. um uh the I played the second one. I actually didn't play the first one. The second one, the uh, the like little robot that's showing you around is. I feel like uh, there was a moment for like the very you know kind of self aware or like goofy 
kind of like uh claptrap you're talking about yeah, claptrap. claptrap you know just claptrap. sort of like little uh you know pixie that's going to show you around and kind of like you know be sarcastic and goofy and and you're like oh okay thank you for introducing me to this world claptrap claptrap was funny I he's like, like oh claptrap. are you gonna are you gonna shoot them in the head or what yeah like i'm i'm big he's like getting shot at he's like hello <laughs> you're like oh claptrap um i played that game it was a ps plus uh download so i got i played that on my i think playstation 3 or something like that back when I decided I was getting back into video games. Yeah. Um, on a console, like a fucking smart guy. On a console, like a noob dickhead. You know <laughs> what I mean? Oh, my God. <laughs> Look at you gatekeeping. Gatekeeping, Alex. This is. No, I'm not. I'm, got... I'm, I'm gatekeeping my friend who is also a PC gamer. I think the Nintendo Switch is just about the best console I've ever played. And I, I absolutely love it. And. It's my goal to play more games on my Switch next year, which is silly to say because I have this like beefy PC. But there is also a certain like pleasure. The thing I don't like about the TC is that it really ties the TC. The PC is it really ties me to my office and to be sitting down, yeah, and not to being around my wife or my dog. You know, my, if my dog's in here, then she's not hanging out with my wife. You know, I'm not hanging out with my wife. Like I'm separated from my family, which is nice from time to time, but. It, when you're gaming as much as we are sometimes for the podcast or as much as sometimes I enjoy to do. Um, well, I was thinking there's like, there's no other hobby where they're like, I'm going to sell you a fucking chair. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> Except for maybe chair like, making. Uh, but console, there there are console gaming chairs. Remember those? They would sit on the ground. They'd rock back and forth. They'd vibrate. Those? <laughs> those were cool. Those are really cool. Bean bags. <laughs> They, no, they were like they were like race car chairs, and like they would vibrate. And they had a uh, cup holders on the sides for your uh, your do. Have you guys seen this thing on Instagram? It's advertising it as like the perfect couch buddy, and it's just like <laughs> this thing, this plush thing that sits on a couch what? and has like it's it's like got like you can use it as like a tray or like put little snacks on it. It has like drink containers in it. No, no. for some reason Instagram's like this guy's gonna fucking love this. We got. We gotta serve him loads of these couch, couch buddies. Buddy. But it honestly, it looks like the shittiest thing. Like, I don't know why I would ever. Like, you know what I mean? It's like you mean like a a, a eighty dollar tray? Like, what are, we, what are we doing here? You know what I mean? I love the idea yeah. of calling like a cup holder a buddy. Yeah, <laughs> this is like my friend who holds my my Dr Pepper for me. Well, you know, there was this. There's that. There's this. Um cutting board that has that fits over your sink and ha- like has on the end of it this basically like slot that you can like put like trash into and stuff like that and look at some of that I'm like oh that looks cool you know and it's more expensive than it than a normal cutting board would be but I sort of get it and I'm like okay this is exciting this is cool like it's simple but it performs a different function I get why I would pay 80 bucks for that as opposed to like the $40 I'd normally pay for a cutting board for whatever reason but yeah, this, well, it's like, it's I'm like, no, dude, like it's it's a weird pillow with a tray on top of it. <laughs> I can make you one of those. <laughs> you want one of those? Hey, you know, you brought up like how video games or your PC uh, pulls you away from your family, Alex. It reminded mm. me, I think I sent this to you with my uh, uh, I don't know if the, the audience knows I'm a third grade teacher in addition to being a producer of this podcast. 
and the uh, audience I, is it, only it, the audience is exclusively your students at this point that's right probably we'll see so hey hey kids do your homework um <laughs> so the i asked them some pros and cons we're learning about oh, pros this and is cons. Inc- this is incredible and i asked them to name them for playing video games because i knew it would you know they're gonna be zeroed in if they're talking about playing video games and are you ready, Eric, to hear some pros and cons about playing video games? I would love it. I'm about to fucking quit playing video games forever. I'm... <laughs> oh, my God. Well, get ready. <laughs> um, so here's the, here are the pros. Okay. So let's start with these and just this, think about – these are all rich, and they're like uh, – I'd say they're more foundational than some of the cons. But This is a I'm foundational not, text. I'm not going to qualify. Gaming. Yes. So pros, they're fun. Okay. Yeah. They can teach you something. Okay. Yeah, sure. they can be entertaining. They can be entertaining. Uh, you can master them. Uh huh. That's, that's a nice feeling. Great. The next one is you can play with friends. Yeah, that's, that's great. Fun. Love to do that. Uh, Social. It's fun to win. It's fun to win. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> sure, yeah. fun to win. <laughs> and it's an opportunity to persevere, which is something you need to think about in terms of your. Uh, yeah, I w- I think Eric could really take that note. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's an opportunity. Everything's. I'm not, but I'm not even game. playing a video. I'm building a a a mechan- a machine. Uh, yeah, but life what's interesting game. is sometimes some of these life lessons carry over to just broader life. You know Maybe you'll I mean? be better at video games if you solve this problem. <laughs> I, I just want to quit all the time. Like everything I do, I'm just like I, I'm in a constant state of wanting to quit. Okay, well, right, that well, might here... be something else. I don't know if we can put that on video games. Here are some cons. See if you can see how many you can add to this. Okay. Okay. They're expensive. All right. They're yeah. expensive. Yeah. One of the good things about PC gaming is that uh, you get the it's game lot, for cheaper. A lot you cheaper. Games are cheaper, and you can't get any of the damn bundles on your on your consoles. No, you can't. I love the consoles. Uh, next is they can make you mad if you lose. True. Mm, hell yeah. Hey, you ever played? Here you go. Number numbers yeah. three. This speaks to your heart. Your device might glitch or crash. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. These kids yeah. are ripped from the headlines. They got it, man. Sages. Some people some people cheat or hack. Updates are annoying. <laughs> they can pull you away from your family. What? They, they can that? pull the you third away from your family. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The third graders said they can pull <laughs> they, you they away from your family? I, I, made, third a, I made a note. <laughs> I made a note of which kid said that. <laughs> <laughs> this like third grader going through a midlife crisis. <laughs> um, I'll take dinner in here. Um, I'd love to hang out with you guys, but right now I'm a little busy. Uh, the screen can be bad for your eyes. They can be confusing. They can become addicting. And the last one is it changed. Okay. And I had to adapt to this because the kid said it could turn you into a vidiot. Which is something that I hadn't heard before. A video game idiot. Yeah. And uh, so I said, it changes who you are if you play too much. Wow. And so we must keep this all in perspective as we continue on our video game. I podcast. love the pivot from it changes you into a idiot. It can change who you are if you play too much. It's a really <laughs> lovely redirection of that. Yeah, I would have just yelled I mean, at the chat. I shouldn't be. Idiot. Do you know what calling a idiot? I play video games. Detention. <laughs> I could play video games if my graphics card worked. Oh my god! I used to be a gamer, and then I ran up, ran afoul of the tech gods. Um, that's, <laughs> I mean, that's so lovely. I hear the thing about that list. First, it's a hundred percent correct. There's yeah. nothing you you can't argue with a single damn thing on there. Yeah, well, it's two curated. 
Anyway, go ahead. Huh? No, no, no. Go ahead. Well, I think like it's like, I think it's a little curated. Like Matt, kind of. Yeah, I mean, some of them are saying kind of some crazy stuff. Well. I'm not going to write what on. Was, there. What was something they didn't make the list? Like uh, sometimes a picks your butt and it hurts. Sometimes sometimes <laughs> Pac Man. I'm on fuck it. No, yeah, they'd, they'd be like one time I was man. They were like one time I was playing Minecraft and I was building my building and <laughs> when I started to build the building and I got really high up there, I didn't ran out of diamonds and I'm like, okay, that's not a con. That's a very specific <laughs> experience. That's, <laughs> it actually sounds like maybe you had fun with that because you're still remembering it, you know? I see, I do. I mean, I did. I should give that kid a call. Oh. <laughs> uh, have right. you guys ever gotten into Minecraft? I've no. I've never played, no. honestly. I I uh, like I like watching videos of people like accidentally lighting their things on fire. There's some incredible that's a con. just that's a con. just being like, oh no. And also, I just like I've never I've never played it, but I like watching these like weird tracks and stuff. People. have have done incredible incredible things yeah they make amazing things in there they, they recreated middle earth in there for over 10 years if only it didn't look so stupid <laughs> that's my like old man it just looks so stupid i'm like wow you built the sistine chapel and it looks so stupid <laughs> that's my old man's view it looks like dog shit yeah i never really got into it it's just too hard for me it's not like how my brain works i feel mm. like i'm not like uh some people i know are like people who play the crafting modes in games i they have they're a different ilk than i am i'm really curious there's that game dragon quest builders that you could get that is, a, is sort of like has a lot of minecraft vibes and you sort of like fight monsters and also build things like you're as if you were in minecraft and i've always been very curious about that but apparently the tutorial itself takes like four hours so I'm not sure before like you can do anything, you know, because for a while, Matt, we were looking for a game that we could like construct stuff in with our friends. You, you know what I mean? Like a sort of a, a universe that we could share. Yeah. We could build things and sort of check back in and stuff like that. And um, it's not going to be Minecraft, obviously, because that's a game for babies, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, but I know. I, I, wonder I, what I know what be. you mean. Yeah, I, I would love, you know. You could also just build a podcast with your friends. You could build, uh, you know, I just don't know if I like the virtual building thing. It seems like so much work. That's actually a great point. Why don't we do the pros and cons of doing a video game podcast? <laughs> I pros. Bro, can we move on? Can we talk about these games now? <laughs> uh, so this week we played three games. Um, we sort of, uh, chose them on the fly at the end of the previous episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, there, none of them are in the bundle. So we ha have moved. We're, we're in a post bundle universe. We do episodes now where we play games. We do whatever the, the bundle. This is the first want. time I think we've, Oh, damn. Um, so the games what? are Solus 128 Proteus and slice and dice. Uh, why don't we start with Solus 128, uh, from amicable animal, uh, Published by Armor Game Studio, a casual indie strategy puzzle. Description, Explore Solus 128, a game of interconnected puzzles where you redirect and reconfigure rhythmic pulses of light to breathe life back into an aging machine. BAFTA Scotland game winner. It's on H.io and Steam. What did you guys think? So this, it, you know, it's this um, kind of maze sort of, uh, the aesthetic of it feels like 
uh, early 90s. There's this like meme going around of people like showing pictures of like Taco Bells from the early 90s or, or whatever and going like we used to be a proper country. And this like this game <laughs> gave me this like immediate aesthetic of of that like that. Like, it's got a retro, uh, a retro kind of like radical vibe a little yeah, bit. Yeah, sure. yeah. Um, and uh, you're like bringing this uh, this computer to life with this like tempo, uh, colored laser thing. I don't think I'd ever seen a game before that had like this kind of a, um, uh, like, you know, kind of level to it but then also with the the map in the background like the mm-hmm. castlevania e sort of map and so i thought that that was cool and interesting matt what yeah you basically think? What you think you're redirecting um you're redirecting pulses of light using these little barriers of different colors to cut to fill up like these uh chargers which then open up other rooms and there are occasions where you open up a room to like put, send a you send like a charge of light like redirecting through like the placement of it to open up a room. You get in there, you do some stuff in there, and then that sends another beam of light out. And then you have to redirect the pulse of light. So it is one of those games that's interesting that sort of encourages uh, plasticity in your brain to be like, am I, you know, what's the w- I did this thing and now I don't have like the rules have changed. I don't have to keep things quite the same as they were. Um, so there's a certain flexibility you have to exist in and a certain willingness to experiment and uh, a lot of orders of operation that you're sort of uh, playing with um, the whole time. The music fucking rocks. Um, there's only the one track that I heard as I was playing. I hope there's more because I was so good, but all of the light is pulsing to the beat of this music. Um, and it's sort of like a nice, like, uh, neon, but uh, sort of soft, like uh, image going on. So you can really kind of zone out and like send the light around as stuff happens, and then stuff will charge up and things will happen, and they'll be like, rawr, rawr, you know, uh, there is some kind of like plot going on in this where there is like a weird glitchy kind of thing that's like showing up and like fucking things up, and occasionally you'll encounter these sort of glitch clouds that just eat the light, and you can't kind of. Uh, you know, they, they just are kind of annoying and like in the way a little bit, these Barriers. sort of like obstacles. Yeah. yeah. But it does sort of feel like you're a, a weird microchip that is like activating parts of it. Um, I had a really, really good time with this game. It's kind of a procedural puzzle game that I don't play a lot, but I really enjoy occasionally when I do. And there was just enough of um, sort of a vibe going on in it that I like was able to vibe along with it. So our vibrate, my vibrations were like sort of, buzzing at the same frequency and i i found myself coming back to it quite a bit over the last week and playing it uh matt what did you think you know i like i i like this game on first blush but i my sense is that it's a huge game and like which is awesome like i just like uh i i feel like it's you know i you know you guys have done a number of these you know how to put time in it but i'm like i'm realizing i um I am ready to explore more. I want to play more of this game. I want to see where it goes. I started to get to a point where the puzzle started to really open up quite a bit. And there started to be this really cool time element, which mm-hmm. um, I, I don't know, which gave me a lot of uh, hope for it. Like I, I felt like the mirror puzzle as a mechanic is not necessarily like something that I thought that I'd like to play a whole uh, game, ar- you know, that around yeah. that, that single mechanic. 
And so I at first I like sort of was questioning like why do I do I like puzzle games like this enough? Like but <laughs> right. and and so that's been kind of my my thought with this game. I mean everything you said about the aesthetics like it looks really cool. I imagine because I think part of the story I think I read somewhere in the description that part of the story is that like the music is what's like energizing the world itself. So something's yeah. going on where it's like eating music and you're having to like channel music because it's the same beam that you're channeling through like the level, right? Like from the beginning to the end. <laughs> it's like, boom. Yeah. I, I, uh, I agree with you, Matt. I think that the, so I was playing it and you know, I, I said up top, I'm maybe not in the best mood right now, you know, and so let's let's take my opinion with a grain of salt. But every time I open it up and there was, you know, the, the mirrors reflecting in order to get a ball around kind of game, I was just not feeling. I'm like, you know what I mean? Like, I hear what yeah. you're saying, Alex, but then like, you know, when I think about like the actual... Uh, like gameplay that I'm that I'm doing in it. I just like every time I opened it up, I was kind of like, oh yeah. And you know, that's just not the that's not like the feeling that yeah. you want to have when you like, you know, pop open a, a game, especially like a puzzle game. And it, it sucks because like I watched these these mechanics kind of grow more complicated and stuff like that. And I was like, yeah, they're growing more complicated in an interesting way. But, you know, adding like diagonal to and adding tempo to mm -hmm. it, like mm -hmm. that's cool. But it was not it wasn't cool in a way that made me kind of go like, oh, like excited. It just was it was kind of like a like, oh, OK, now like now I have to figure this out. Like it didn't. Yeah, there wasn't that that thing didn't quite click. It's interesting because the the aspect of it that I really liked was the immersion of it. So wearing headphones, vibing out to the music, trying different things, doing stuff. And also, you know, this is something I can kind of do, mm -hmm. you know, compared to some of the games we played that are math based. This is not math based. This is sort of image based. There may be some sort of geometry going on where if you have some kind of skills in that, then this will be easier for you. But you can figure out most of the puzzles it's yeah. not insanely difficult which is something i really appreciate is that if you just sit down and try it and try trial and error and actually like invest in the game you'll be rewarded um which is nice uh and like what i was saying earlier there are tricky parts where you just need to figure stuff out and then you're like oh of course and then you move the thing and then suddenly boom the door opens up and you're onto the next room and on the next challenge yeah i i, I, I enjoyed that I liked the way that it introduced the the new wrinkles, like without mm -hmm. holding your hand through them. And, the, you know, there wasn't too much risk. You know, you could just keep trying and trying. I liked the way that, you know, there's that moment. I think it was even when we were watching you play it the other day on the stream where you it was like one of the first puzzles where you have to move the uh, move it mid mid pulse right. to, in order to. And it was like, oh, you can do that. Like it, it kind right. of. The, the the game kind of opens itself up to you in a very clever way. I think it's a fantastically designed way. Sorry, fantastically designed game for in a number of ways. Like the logic of a lot of the puzzles is really cool and like very like a tactile logic. I think right. in a lot of ways. Yeah. But um, I I totally like Eric. Like I kind of feel the have the same kind of like I <clears throat> I think what it was is that when I play like a a puzzle game like this. 
speaking towards that tactile thing, I want it to be satisfying to like to move things and manipulate things. And the most satisfying part of this game was um, the the light beaming is the light beaming through the pulsating light. You know, that's like the musical thing. And so like just fucking with the, um, you know, the, the way in which it moves. I don't know. There was sort of it felt a little indirect to me at times. Um, but still, I, I think it's I think it's a cool I think it's a, a definitely a cool game with some cool ideas. Like, I don't want to, you know, talk too much bad about it say too much talk too much bad (laughs) no totally i think your point is correct like there's a big part of it where if you if you're not vibing with it this is going to be a frustrating game you know and like i i i vibed with it you got the vibe you got got the vibe should we get to to final final thoughts yeah uh uh, for me personally i'm a play on this uh we got it in uh the summer select bundle from itch.io so if you got that you have this game check it out uh i think it's definitely a game worth opening up and see if you seeing if you vibe with it you know what i mean because if you do i think you'll get a lot out of it and if you don't uh you probably won't um would i go out and buy it Uh, if you like puzzle games i think this is definitely a must cop uh but if you're not like a big puzzle gamer um i would only get it if you like sort of like groovy kind of like meditative uh things it's definitely not like an action-packed uh thrill ride um eric please uh yeah i mean you know i i do appreciate when um when it, it seems like there is a kind of holistic um approach to a game right so the aesthetic of the the music matching the beats of the the pulses matching sort of like what you're kind of doing. This feels like a very cohesive game. Um, cohesive is a great word. The, the, thank you. Just generally, or just for this game. I'd say for this game, but I also generally, yeah. but for this game specifically, um, I do think that I, you know, I, yeah, I think that the, the like mirror bouncing, I've played the mirror bouncing E puzzle game like a number of times in like a number of different ways just throughout throughout my life and right now just not wasn't quite feeling it so for this this one it's just not it's going to be a pass for me i thought the music was was okay also like the music didn't blow my mind um and uh yeah no but i agree if you like puzzle games if you like like kind of bouncing stuff around and like you know i i can tell that they did like really great work with this but if the entry if the entry point is just not doing it for me then the entry point's just not quite doing it for me and that's that's just mm-hmm. kind of where i where i fell on this one uh despite the fact that i was like oh i you know there's a lot of good stuff here it's just it just ended up being kind of a pass for me matt take us home yeah i mean this is a <clears throat> this is a play for me i think i'm going to continue playing it just because i'm hooked enough i want to see where it goes like i'm kind of interested in um i'm hoping that it opens up even more because i feel like i i've put maybe you know a couple hours into this or less maybe even and i've already seen so much evolve in terms of like its gameplay that i imagine it's going to i i don't know i it could get to a place where it's actually giving me that visceral game feel that i i really once with a with a game like this like 
you know, when I, when I went, to, when I play a meditative game, I want it to be kind of squishy sometimes, you know, like I mm-hmm. like, you know, I want, and like, I'm not quite getting that squishy feeling, but because of the aesthetics, because it looks so good, um, I am drawn. The music is very like it's a cool sort of like thumping drony ambient thing that I'm, you know, just I'll lap it up. And uh, I don't, I can, I imagine it's the music's going to change as time goes on. Yeah, if I have one one criticism is that uh, I've been playing for you know maybe four hours and the music hasn't changed yet. Yeah, and I I I, I want oh, no. uh, you know I I want it to change. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, it's a play. I mean, it's it it's such a well designed thing. And it's so accessible. I feel like you should give it a, give it a chance to see if it's your cup of tea. Cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's uh, two plays and a pass. Moving on to our next game. Speaking of meditative games, Proteus. This Proteus. was a game that Matt picked uh, for the podcast. He even just mentioned like, oh, it's sort of like offhandedly, oh, Proteus is a game I really recommend. Uh, it's from Twisted Tree, which is Ed Kelly, uh, Ed Key, who did development design, and David Kanaga, Kanaga who did music yeah. design. Additional development by Alex May, John Bordsky, and Ethan Lee. It's a 3D atmospheric, colorful, experimental exploration. First-person music procedural generation relaxing walking simulator. Description, Proteus is an ambient musical exploration game where, you ex- ex- where your exploration of a changing island creates an abstract, immersive soundtrack to your wandering. That really says it all. Yeah, it really this does. A, yeah, I'm like, yeah. can I? Capital W walking. I can't. I right couldn't. Here. You know, sometimes yeah. Alex will like describe the game, and I'll be like, try to give a description of the game. But it that's the that's what <laughs> nope, it is. You're walking. It. It's very it's very uh, low. Uh, poly. Low poly. Um, no stakes. There's yeah. There's like rabbits hopping around, mm-hmm. and uh, okay. So this so. Here I am, a guy who's got this brand new gaming PC, so excited to play. And I got to play this game for like 20 minutes. And this is what seems to have destroyed my graphics card. This fucking game. But it was so pretty and it was so cool. And it was so fucking awesome to have this like incredible machine just making this like F like seamless kind of like graphics moving through this world. Like, I really I think the reason that I'm so upset is because I was like entering into a nice little meditative state, like playing. This yeah, game. that the crash in this would really fuck you up because you it really is a lovely if we're talking about bath games, baby. Oh. This is a, uh, you know, Primo. I said W capital W walking simulator. This is a capital B bath game. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> One of the chillest little wanders you'll ever do. You, you know, you sort of. You're wandering around this island. Whenever you boot it up, the island changes. There's a few parts of it that seem to be the same. Every time you play through, there's sort of like a circle of uh, stones that are in shapes that are sort of like a weird council of uh, like elders kind of a thing. There's a castle. There's a mountain. I didn't even there's, get to uh, see the low castle. forests. There are animals wandering around. There's uh, trees. There's sort of uh, cliffs uh, that you're, you're doing things on. There's like higher forests. And every kind of discrete area has different sounds that are associated with it. Um, and as you're in areas that kind of overlap other areas, the discrete sounds will like exist in there. And as you move into the next thing, one of the sounds will drop away because one of the neighboring areas has gone away and another new sound will kind of take its place. And it was as so you're fun kind of like to like walk to the beach, you know what yes, I mean? And like exactly. have that like sound kind of disappear that like, 
when I did that, you know, because you enter from the beach and like there's mm-hmm. a sort of like build of sound as you do it. And then like to realize that to go the other direction kind of gave you the inverse of that. I thought was so that was fucking special. That felt very magical. Yeah, there's so many little like moments like that with with this game. And also one thing that I like is it's sort of hard to really get to the bottom of some of the system of the sound system. Yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. there's just like a magic to the way certain things happen and replicating them can sometimes it's kind of impossible to get the same exact. Yes. Like 100%. experience. And so it's not like this, like, Oh, if I walk by like, yeah, some of the animals have their own little chirpy sounds or like their own little, you know, uh, like tone that kind of adds to the collage of everything. Uh, but I don't know, like it's, <clears throat> I've all, I, I feel like I've, I've played through this game so many times and every time I do, it feels like a new experience, even though I've like come to understand a lot of those, the elements that you were talking about, mm-hmm. Alex, it's like, it's just, I don't know. And then also the transitional moments between yeah. the, the seasons mm-hmm. and sort of like just how peaceful and sort of weirdly melancholy those moments are yeah. when you're like, Oh, I'm leaving this, this area behind. And then you're, back in the same area but it feels so different because of the environmental changes like the leaves falling and fall like all of those little things are just so make the game feel like it's your your own little world to explore i don't know it feels like it's your own thing it feels very private and Cool. There was a there was a moment that happened. I, I mean, I think one of the the, the descriptions because people will describe this as like oh psychedelic or like you know stonery or like uh, drugs and stuff like that. And like to be clear, this would be a very good game to play. <laughs> I didn't, yeah. I didn't. But like, the, if you're looking for just like a thing to like talking about vibing out to, oh my goodness gracious, mm, yeah. It's you know a playthrough is about twenty minutes to half hour. You know you you're just like really cruising around. There is nothing you need to do. It's only stuff you want to do. But there was this moment I was climbing a hill and there were like some trees starting to pop up and then it became like a denser forest. And then I crested the hill and I looked down and it was a ridge. And in front of me, there was a valley and the music and the images hit this like crescendo of like sounds oh, that very specifically are like th- kinds of like ambient sounds and ambient music that I really love, <laughs> you know, and the, cl- and then I kept on moving forward and it went away and I couldn't get it back. Like uh, you're saying Matt, I couldn't. Yeah. And it was the experience to me was like akin to like the come down from a high of like, You've hit this thing and then you're just sort of chasing that feeling the rest of the time as it happens. You know what I mean? And that's something else happens that's cool, too. And it's but it's not the same. And you'll never sort of live in that moment that you were in ever again. And that kind of serendipity, I think, is really cool that they nailed it. Yeah. You know, playing through it again this this a couple days ago, you know, because it had been a while. It's probably been a couple of years since I Mm -hmm. played through it. It was it's funny comparing this to like, you know, doing substances because it was like uh-huh. it kind of gave me a similar I felt I don't know if I felt like I was chasing something or if I was looking for something, but it was its own very much so its own thing. Like it, it didn't give me nostalgia for mm-hmm. like when I was playing it last. Like it didn't remind me. I wasn't like because everything's procedural. I wasn't I didn't have any like reference to mm-hmm. sort of like, you know, hold on to. It's just like, oh, here it is. This like this wash of like beautiful colors and beautiful sounds again, like there's, there are, there are aspects of it that are similar, but it's, it's so um, singular. I don't know. It's uh, yeah, it's, 
It's uh, it's, it's so. What was your experience game. with this, Matt? When did you discover this game? Because this is the kind of thing that I think you you discover at a certain age, and it like kind of changes the course of your life. It feels like a little bit like it's a wonderful little. <laughs> I don't know. Um, it, yeah, it feels yeah. the same thing as like discovering like a, a piece of music or an album, you know, and like you're into it with your friends, and it's all you can talk about for a little bit. I I think I played this like when it came out in 2013 or whatever that. Mm, like I think I uh, so. When was that? That was. I mean, I was playing a lot of games at the time. That was when I was working at Wikia. And so I was playing through a ton of stuff. So like, but it was like a break. I was playing all of these games. I was playing like Assassin's Creed and having to like figure out where all of the like scrolls were. I can't even remember that game. It's like PTSD playing Assassin's Creed. But it's like, this was like a break from all of the kind of the stuff that you could fill a wiki out with, you know? Like all of the of names and and mechanics and like game elements. This was just a this was like what I've always it it helped me realize what I've always liked about video games, which is that sense of immersion and feeling like intrinsically uh, tied to an experience, you know, Mm -hmm. which is the purest form, you know, which is truly it's sort of like being high in a way where it's like it's it's a dangerous game because it's like you can't really find that perfect intrinsic game experience without mm-hmm. i don't know like getting a little bit lost in it you know yeah. because it's it is so it's crafted for you know you're not it's a, a true a, a much truer sandbox than i think most games that say they're sandbox games are mm, it yeah. really is like gives you some tools to play with all yeah. right we've waxed poetic about this <laughs> shit enough for you to know whether or not you want to play it, but uh, I'll start. I'm a. I could not be like a more enthusiastic play on this. Um, well, I I could be more enthusiastic of a play on this, but I'm a very enthusiastic play on this. <laughs> it's so cool, and we did a good job of not spoiling it. Uh, but the end of this game is like so magic. It, we talked brief, recently about like how if a game makes me say something out loud, sort of unbidden, then I know I'm like really into it, and enjoying myself. And the other thing I was like. Oh, that's so nice. You know what I mean? Like apropos of nothing. I was just like, oh, this is delightful. Um, so uh yeah, play it. This is cool. Um, yeah, I'm also a play on this one. I think it's it's beautiful, it's simple, it's kind of a, a wonderful example of um being very uh intentional with uh with the you know what is included in it, like graphically color scheme wise uh sonically it's it not there's nothing uh there's not a drop wasted in this game which is not always true about like walking simulators some of you know some of the walking simulators we've played have been in some ways like very maximalist this is very um i think minimalist in a, in a lot of ways that make it very beautiful i did not get to play nearly as much of it as i would have liked because it destroyed my computer uh <laughs> but um i'm still a play how about you, Matt? I mean, I am a I'm a play every play it every day, play it every day for the rest of your life. <laughs> no, I I love, love this game. It's it's one of my favorite games of all time. I uh, I feel like it's probably inspired more games than it gets credit for, um, just in terms of its graphics and the fun it has with uh aesthetics and and delivering a, a you know 
a, like a, a very immersive experience. So yeah, play this game. It's great. Hell yeah. All right. Triple play, baby. First triple play of the new era. Wow. Believe it or not. But not the last. Oh, no. Because next we're talking about the game that Eric wanted us to play, which is Slice and Dice. Slice Um, and Dice. Developed by Tan, pixel art by A3UM, a casual dice fantasy pixel art roguelike roguelike single player description. Level up your dice, find powerful equipment for them, and try to get to the end of the dungeon. If you lose a fight, you'll have to start again, so be careful. This description is woefully inadequate for yeah. how fucking awesome this game is. Yeah, this game is sick. This game it's is so fun, right? this game just rocks. Yeah. yeah. It's like bottom line it rocks. Yeah, so you're you're five you're like the five kind of archetypes of like fantasy video game uh role playing things starting out, right? So you're thief, warrior, defender, acolyte and like a mage or whatever or not mage, even yeah. or, or healer no. it's like or, he- or medic. Healer and then acolyte yeah yeah um and then yeah then you're rolling dice as to like as attacks defenses or you know magic and then you're fighting you know bigger and bigger creatures and monsters each, and each character has a different um arrangement of dice and on each face of the dice there is a different action so you roll and then select which actions you want to keep the bad guys will also roll their own dice and then decide who they're going to hit with stuff the same sort of way so you know exactly what the guys are doing when you roll dice and then you have a certain number of health you choose like to shield to attack to gain more mana with which to cast spells um in between the fights you can level up your fighters to to, to gain new face of the dice oh, or new activities. It's so, that shit's Love so that. much fucking fun, you yeah, know. And it really, is. each of them have have like two different, you know, directions they could go, and you get these options, right? And you're like, oh, okay, I guess I want to like level up my defender to like the golem or what you know oh it's right yeah 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 yeah. and then oh i love the level up screen it's so like it's so hard to choose oh yeah (laughs) they they make it so hard to choose all the powers that you get are so much better than the ones before yeah and you there's a lot of opportunity for synergy as well you know like um which makes it very very cool and very replayable it's also pretty fucking hard oh yeah you know what i mean yeah yeah like you have to like a, the, if you make a wrong choice or make a mistake, you're gonna get punished and you'll probably lose the. It could be really level. brutal. Like you can lose. Really like, brutal. You can get your like dudes killed. Uh, you know what I really liked about this is the um, the ability to go back. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. to to the deselect undo. because you're like a lot of it is like ordering the order of operations for a lot of these things is very important. And I think a lot of these games kind of make you go like, well, just do the math yourself. And this one is like, yeah, do the math yourself to a point. But like once you're locked in, let's, you know, you can play around with this and figure out if you can like actually survive this. Right. And and I think that that's so that's what I want from a game like this, because there's nothing, you know, especially with something that has chance. There's nothing worse than being like, oh, I've built it. Like I've got the fucking squad. I have the synergies set up. And then like. And then you accidentally misclick or you accidentally, you know, you know, go like, oh, no, I didn't need I didn't want to attack with that person first. I wanted to defend here. Or it's like, oh, now my defense there doesn't make any sense because I attacked. like there's a lot of that kind of like you destroyed the wrong character or the wrong enemy. Yeah. yeah. So I like that it that they've been a little bit generous with uh, the mechanics for for that sort of stuff. I, I beat it on. 
the like normal and then I beat it on the super the like hard version after and haven't Ooh. done the, the like impossible version. Uh, I've only beaten it on easy, Eric. That's very cool. Oh. I'm, I've made it to level 18 on on normal. I the I I played this uh, like a couple months ago and there was like a plane yeah. ride where I just had like a fucking baller oh, run. Man. I was able to get this like there's like the cantrip dice did you did you guys get any cantrip it's the best oh, yeah. energy oh, yeah. that's that's the one you want to like if you get like three people that all have cantrips you just re-roll the dice over and over and there's, there's, there's like one yeah. there's like a like a time tra- like you can level up your wizard to a time traveler so that he can make you re-roll like every time he like gets a re-roll you could just like basically have like just like free roll while building mana so i don't know this this game fucking rules <laughs> I loved it. Like I, I could not. I don't know. I was kind of when I was like, "All right, I'm another one of these, you know, <laughs> these turn based." Yeah. Uh, but it was. I, there's something about the just the pure the the chance of the dice and knowing what the possibilities are. Like the dice don't speak to anything but their actual um, what they actually do. You know, you're not rolling for in like Dungeons and Dragons, like a 15 is a hit, you know, it's like you're the, the random chance is the possibilities are spelled out. You get a one out of six chance, you know, every time. Yeah. And like, I don't know for, for whatever reason. And also to what you were saying, uh, Eric, that, um, that undo system of just being able to make those mistakes. And sometimes mm-hmm. like when I, I got to level, I think, 13 or 14 on um normal and uh i was up against like the the slimes oh yeah oh there's fucking slimes dude and i um i like commit to the to the move and as soon as i commit i was like ah that was i should have done that there it is (laughs) it's over and i just watched my game just self-destruct from there but i mean it doesn't I don't know. It's uh, I'm curious because I've only done one run. <laughs> I haven't done more than one run in this game. So I oh, don't even fine. know if like, I don't know what is random. Like, am I going to get a completely different starter set of characters? No, the starter like, set no, is always the same. Always the same. Uh, okay. And then you can level them up in different. Each one of has like two different possible second levels and then two different possible third levels. So you can really, it's, I mean, that's like, you know, there's there's a lot of different, you know, mixing and matching that you can go on in that. It's so cool. The revelation, one of the the pro tip revelations for me was that it's good to level up your support characters first. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Well, defense yeah. in this game is like is very. Um, it you know a, a, a lot of these I, a lot of these games have this this like fun dance right between like is defense actually helpful or is it just best to like, just kind of like smack away. And this is one that I think nails that balance really well, where it's like defense is like almost more important than offense. A lot of the time, right? Like keeping your characters alive is almost more important than like trying to rush through and use your hit points as like, uh, you know, kind of like mana sort of, which is interesting because yeah. it, it could feel a little counterintuitive because you are, if you don't, if a character dies, you only get half their hit points back in the next battle, but they're resurrected. But your hit points at the end of every battle get fully that get filled up completely every time. So you would think like, oh, I should just rush through as much as possible because at the end of it, it's just going to get refreshed. But losing a character 
unstrategically can done. really fuck up your run, you know, like uh, that specific thing. So you you got to be careful with that yeah. sort of stuff. I posted a, um, a screenshot of my final, my, my best run in, <laughs> in the, uh, the general. I fucking, this game, this game rules. I'm down to, oh, damn. To get to like final thoughts. If, if that's what yeah, you know, at. I just want to say one thing. My one, my one small tiny complaint is I wanted some music in this game so bad. I want just a little bit of music. Oh, that's funny. Well, yeah. no. Here's the thing about this game. This game exists to be so you uh, play uh, YouTube videos or watch an anime or oh. listen to your own music at the same time, which I really appreciate. This is this Good game point. is explicitly there to waste your fucking, <laughs> which I love about it you know I, mean, I mean honestly yeah. like i like listening to my own music sometimes i well, don't need to go. listen to like i um i thought it was very charming so too yeah, yeah. very charming game yeah um, all right matt hit us with your final thoughts i think this game is it's, it's a lot of fun like i can't believe there's more difficulties and then i saw on the other side there's like different versions or different types of runs you can do am i crazy am i, am I misremembering that? Uh, i didn't i i haven't even fucked with that stuff but there's just like there seems to be a lot of replay value in this game yeah. and it's just a lot of fun yeah i love the way i just wanted to add on really quickly the way you know what the enemy is going to do every time i think that's what really makes the the the, the blocking or the defense system feel so valuable because it's like you know exactly how much damage they're going to do everything's on the table yeah so it's really just up to you to like Make sure you're balancing everything correctly. I great game. Play it. Must play. Yeah. Good play. Alex, you want to go for it? Yeah, this is definitely a play. Great suggestion by Eric to check it out and a really, really fun game. Um, I am excited to see. I, I hope they keep up. I mean, this should be a mobile game. Mm. This should be a more robust game than it is right now. You can hang you know, a much bigger game over this battle system that they've created. There is something that's incredibly charming and wonderful about the simplicity of this and how it works. But like, I would like more, I want more of a story. I want more character classes, more uh, narrative going on. I want more runs. I want more like stuff that carries over in between runs and arcs and all this sort of shit. Uh, give me the fucking, uh, the the big, you know, I had a cup of the soup, but now I want a big bowl. <laughs> What's the, the bread bowl? I want the yeah. Give me the bowl, a baby. Uh, Eric, yeah, no this this game is super fun. I like it's it's sort of a like off the bat. It's kind of like built, you know, like it's this is the type of game that I fucking like, right? It's like roguelike, you know, turn based fighting with like you know fantasy trope like i'm yeah just like fucking inject this in my in my <laughs> veins and, and it's also this is where we intersect in a very real yeah, way yeah but like the like using the dice as the mechanic is is so cool and fun and it gives it that like additional tactile feeling that like you could very easily like eliminate and make this like such a less interesting game right like if it's put like a number up yeah if it's just sort of like oh you like have you know one of these six different options and like you can kind of like change you know it's just like no the like the yahtzee feel to it is like cool um you know there's like the whatever play testing that they did in order to figure out like how the ways that feel like I'm almost breaking the game, but I haven't actually broken, you know, like the OP shit and the synergies when they pop 
they pop real bad. It always feels really bad when like I have a synergy going and then I have to level up a character and it eliminates a synergy that I have yep. going. But then like you can maybe build something else. I don't know. This game this game rules. It's very difficult. It's very hard. The bosses are like painfully hard. <laughs> and sometimes you're just like up there and you're like, oh, I'm just not going to be able to get it done on this run, which is like mm-hmm. classic roguelike feeling where you're like, I just didn't do it. This one was not the this was not the one for me. And you'd like squeeze out one or two more levels and then like die at 15 um, slice and dice. It's it's like, you know, seven or eight bucks and uh, totally worth it. If you're like, you know, it's Christmas is coming. And if you there's a if there's a nerd in your life, <laughs> Christmas is come and the goose is getting fat. This episode's gonna come out after Christmas. <laughs> Christmas just yeah, happened, okay. and you probably got somebody some got bullshit that, that they didn't fucking like. Get this as a so get this to them to make up for it. I always yes, right. my birthday is like four is is like two weeks after Christmas. So I always that was when I got the like conciliatory. Sorry, we didn't think about you during Christmas gifts. Hell yeah! Oh. That was a great episode of Bundle Buddies. I think, Alex, that we're getting really good at this. I wholeheartedly agree. Next week, we've got on our number one beefy boy, BRM. That's Brian Rodriguez McGovern uh, joining the Three Timers Club, the the first and only one to do, to do so. <laughs> um, and we're playing some fucking heavy hitters. We uh, are now no, no longer just playing uh, bundle games from the... Um, bundle for social uh, for racial justice and equality um so we're opening it up and we're doing it in this one we're playing uh some from the palestinian aid bundle and also the world land trust bundle as well as a game from the racial justice and equality bundle uh the games we're playing are celeste from maddie makes games a platformer jotun valhalla edition from thunder lotus a action 2d boss battle exploration hand-drawn norse game and Cloud Gardens uh, from Noyo, an atmospheric lo-fi 3D simulation puzzle. So tune in next week to check out that and uh, some more of that great Bundle Buddies nonsense. Oh, hell yeah. Alex, I love you. <laughs> when do you think we'll what? stop doing that thing? Why is where, that funny? Because that we funny? always, one of us always fucks up. At the end of the podcast... <laughs> What's supposed to plug like and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts oh, yeah. and leave us a review okay. there or check us on the web at bundle underscore buddies on Twitter. And then I say to you oh, sincerely, man. Eric, I love you. I love you too, Alex. Bye. Bundle Buddies is produced by Alex Honnett and Eric Roth and Matthew Haddock. Our theme song is Neo Shiki by Roll Music. Email bundlebuddiespodcast at gmail.com to say hi. Hi. Hi.